You are listening to a Banzai Retro Club podcast. Language and topics may not always be appropriate for younger listeners. Press 1 for a groovy topic from the 1970s. Press 2 for an awesome topic from the 1980s. Or press 3 for a slamming topic from the 1990s. Please choose now. Too late. We have made your selection for you. Let's start the show. Okay, hi. We are back with the uh, Banzai Retro Club, and I'm Suzanne. And I have Dave here. Hello. And Rose. Howdy. And we are uh, raring to go with our uh, favorite television episodes or character arcs or uh, what have you from 70s, 80s, 90s television. Uh, So it's my turn. Uh, I I guess I'll jump into it. See, I I was a little torn on, uh, you know, we had talked about the last last discussion where we brought up a lot of our, our favorites. And I know there's like seven different episodes of Friends that I could probably bring up, um, and that's <laughs> Sorry. and that's very cool because everybody still loves Friends. Yeah. But I thought maybe I'd change it up a little bit and go back to the 70s, even though it's probably a lot cornier a decade than the 90s. We all know. <laughs> but what the heck? Uh, if you really get right down to it, um. I'm going to talk about an episode of Laverne and Shirley because they were pretty freaking funny. (laughs) (laughs) And it's not, I mean, it's very, it's very nostalgic. It's not exactly like cool. Like, Oh, this was a cool show at the time. It was a hit show. You know, it was like a big deal when I was 12. Um, but you know, it's not the kind of thing that people look back on and they're like, Oh, that was cool. Um, it, but it was, it was, comedy wise sometimes it was kind of brilliant it was i mean penny marshall let's face it went on to a great career and is a really funny woman and even going back to like the odd couple when she was myrna turner mm-hmm. she was just funny oh my god all right so this now you're, you're gonna kind of laugh because this you know we've discussed is also a trope in my life one of my favorite episodes and especially like a really funny penny marshall moment um was, you know, the girls are always getting into all sorts of trouble, but uh, every year they try to enter the Shots talent show. Because, mm. yeah, because, you know, Shirley wants to perform and she's all serious and, you know, she, she wants to do this little number where she's singing this song with a candle and she has these little, like, pantomimes that she does and she's trying to convince Laverne to do it with her and that, you know, they're singing this little song and it's kind of terrible. Um, so what happens is her boyfriend, um, Carmine, who was a dancer, performer, boxer, I don't know. He was this weird combination of things in her life. That was just kind of like an, an excuse to allow them to sing and dance. Now and then Carmine would come in and then they do num- a number. So Carmine comes in and says, no, no girls, you can't read poetry, you know, holding, <laughs> holding a candle. And they said, oh, well, no, we'll do it this way. And they they like get pillows, put them on the floor and then do headstands and then sing the song. 
I believe that every drop of rain that falls, a flower grows, and they're like doing the pantomime with their feet, and it's absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. But, um, <laughs> but then here's the thing. Okay, so he says, now, now, girls, let's spice this up. So he says, now we're gonna do something fun. We're gonna do a calypso number, and he gets them costumes, and they've got their their shirts all tied up, you know, and and uh, like um, their hair up in like Carmen Miranda and stuff, and they learn all these cool, um, all this cool choreography that Carmine teaches them, and they're they you know doing calypso and and stuff, and they're they're all serious and and. Shirley is like so into this whole thing. She wants to win the talent show. Um, mm. But of course they have some rival who has decided that, you know, she's going to screw them up. Mm. So what they do, and they had a pretty nice number at this point. Now they had, you know, all the little steps down and the, the, you know, doing things with maracas and all sorts of stuff. So, um, so they get on stage and whoever it was that was pissed off at Laverne decided mm. that, they were he was going to sabotage their act by sending all these people up on stage. They were like goofy, like clowns in like hula outfits and like, you know, this big guy with this big belly jumping around. And this is like as they're up out there serious as hell doing their Calypso number. There are a ton of, of people like joking around and just like chewing the scenery in the background, doing these ridiculous dances and like beach balls and all this kind of terrible stuff going on and the audience is laughing and yeah. and Shirley thinks it's they're cheering for her and she's all you know <laughs> jacked <laughs> up and there's a moment where they do a pivot and turn to the back of the stage and then turn forward again and Shirley is so in the zone that she does the pivot and she doesn't even see the conga line of people making fun of them behind them but mm. Laverne does and just like freezes facing the back mm. instead when she turns back around and <laughs> it's understanding that they can, you know that they completely sabotage the whole number and meanwhile <laughs> Shirley's still going and she's doing the rest and she's dancing and she's singing <laughs> and it's just it was kind of hilarious but that moment when Laverne realizes what the heck is going on and just like freezes in front of everybody <laughs> is uh that's a moment to remember and uh you know that was it, it was a show it was kind of a girl power show around uh, in a time period where there wasn't a lot of women le you know leading the 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 way in in television you know they yes. were they were buddies they were roommates and it was a little bit more of a realistic depiction of what it's like to kind of be out there girls on your own you know they just they worked at a brewery. They had a little basement apartment with kind of dumpy furniture. You know, it was yeah. it was more of like a real girl experience. So, mm -hmm. so the show was kind of fun. Does anybody remember that episode, or is it just me? <laughs> no, I think I probably remember. I used to watch it. See, this is the problem I'm having with a lot of the TV shows. I watched a lot of these shows religiously. I just don't necessarily because. They didn't uh, catch the uh, – they go into reruns or syndication, I guess, um, until later. Um, each episode I pretty much only saw, like, once. But I do vaguely remember um, that the part where 
there doing the maracas and they've got the karma Miranda fruit on their heads and they've got yeah, their little yeah. shirts tied up mm-hmm. and things like that. I do actually remember that. And I'm trying to think of the name of the person that uh, oh, Laverne was always beefing with. Yeah. And, uh, what was her name? I don't, I'm, I'm vaguely remembering what she looks like, but I don't yeah. remember her name. She's kind of like a tough broad that, you know, was always like, but she had money or something. I don't know. She always had like maybe, or maybe she was like the 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 company somehow related to somebody who ran the company or something. Probably. Was, maybe her father owned it, or uncle, or somebody, or I don't know. But was yeah, it Gloria. So she, was it Gloria? Gloria Lubitz. That's, that sounds familiar. Did you look it up? Uh, yeah, actually, I found the episode you're talking about. Nice. It's, uh, You'll have to watch that. Season one. Send it to us. Yeah, season one, episode fourteen. Mm. It's called "From Suds to Stardom." <laughs> uh, it says the girls have been out of the company's annual talent competition for the past four years, but this year they're determined determined to be part of the show. So mm-hmm. that's the yeah. IMDb synopsis of it. That's all you get. That's all you get. <laughs> yeah. But as far as the girls themselves, you're actually, you know, absolutely right. There was not a whole lot of I was looking at that uh, earlier when I was trying to decide on a TV show to talk about. And I saw Wonder Woman, you know, Linda Carter. And then I saw a bionic woman with the other nice lady. And I can't remember her name. Lindsay Wagner, yeah. Thank you. I like those shows too. I like yeah. Shows. Well, yeah, but it's just kind of like they were representing women in a more superhero kind of a atmosphere, whereas you know Laverne and Shirley are just like regular people. Yeah, Laverne they were working and Shirley, class girls, right? On maybe, yeah, maybe want to go out and get a job with my best friend and get an apartment wherever we were living, which was California and, you know, have all kinds of wacky adventures because it's kind of like how life is. Life is like a bunch of wacky adventures, you know, and if you're lucky enough to have a best friend, you know, to hang out with and uh, be your roommate and you guys could fight and argue and make up and, things like that. And then, of course, you know, you've got Lenny and Squiggy that live across the hall <laughs> to uh, open their door at any time they want to just, hello. Hello. Just walk on in. <laughs> hello. Hello. <laughs> but, yeah. And now that was Michael McKeon. He's pretty freaking hysterical, too. Oh, yeah. And it's just, who knew that, you know, he was going to be as you know, yeah, have such a long career. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he did a lot of stuff with, uh, Christopher Guest and things like that. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a great, it's a great pick. I really enjoyed that show. By okay. the way, I did find a, uh, a more of a write up of, of the episode and Gloria Lovitz is actually the arch rival at the brewery, uh, for the okay. There you go. Um, and Lenny and Squiggy, they, uh, they they sung Starcrossed on that episode. Oh. So that might be one to go uh to Google just for that purpose right there. 
Yeah, definitely. Yeah, they they did some funny numbers too now and then. Yeah. Yeah. Not a lot, but now now and then they would they would you know Michael McKean would break out a guitar and and uh, they would sing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here's the lone wolf. Remember that time when Laverne gave him one of her L's for his jacket. Yeah. I, I thought that was that. I I remember yeah because she had the L's she always had an L embroidered yeah. onto her or sewn onto yeah. her sweaters. Yeah. And he um he had a jacket and on the back it said one wolf. Uh-huh. And I forget what the joke was why it it just said one he was the one wolf but she yeah. put the L on it so it said lone wolf and it was a little more yeah. more you know. Yeah. Lone. That was a touch. He was a beatnik or something. <laughs> Yeah, but he that was a very touching moment between the two of them because, you know, they really didn't get along very well. But it's kind of like that whole, you know, boys have cooties, girls don't kind of a thing. The, the show actually inspired my sister to uh, to try milk and Pepsi. Uh, oh, really? And, yeah, and she loved it. And I was I took a sip of it and yeah. I was like, are you kidding me? Yuck. Um, I, yeah, I tried one. Yeah. It's like one of those things where you're like, oh, all right, well, we'll give it a go. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, no, it's like, all right, I, I don't need to do, I don't need to uh, worry about that anymore. You know. Yeah. Well, you know. now we know why that never took off. Yeah. But yeah, but I mean, I actually, I remember thinking that I, me and my best friend were gonna kind of go out there and be Laverne and Shirley, and we kind of did for a while. Like my my best friend from my neighborhood, once I graduated college. She was living in a studio apartment in Queens, and um, because I, I kind of because I came back home, um, uh, we moved in together and got a, a two bedroom apartment. And it was a basement apartment in Queens, and you know uh, it was really low end, <laughs> low rent yeah. type of thing. But yeah. it kind of was, you know, inspired by like when we were young girls, we thought we were going to go out and be Laverne and Shirley and live together, and we did. It was great. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, sometimes it was great. Sometimes I cried because Queens was not a lot of fun, but. When no, you broke, it wasn't. <laughs> no, I was in Queens in the eighties. It was not yeah. <laughs> really where? <laughs> oh God, uh, uh, it wasn't Washington Heights, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> where the hell was I? Uh, I? I can't remember. I know I was there. I was in Queens. I just can't remember the the neighborhood. Yeah, I lived was. in Floral Park, which is like no. right on the border of Long Island because I grew up on Long Island. And yeah. I was there in 86 and 87, I think. Yeah. yeah. I, I'd have to I'd have to Google it and look because it, nothing's actually coming to me at the moment. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I was there for sure. Okay. You know, listening to, like, the stories that you've told in the past, Suzanne, I, I get why this is a pick of yours. Yeah, because I'm the one who always had to organize the show. Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, so you know, and it's like, all right, you know, as you're describing, it, I'm going. I feel like I've heard this story from Suzanne before. Right, right. <laughs> That's why I like that episode. Some, some sort of variation of it. So. Right, because I was that girl who was like, "Come on, let's get serious." <laughs> all right, you stand there. You stand there. Work, work, work. Right. <laughs> We're gonna do this. Hold on, you don't have your props. And I would be the props. one where even if there were 15 people on the stage, you shouldn't have been, been there, I wouldn't have noticed because I was just doing my thing and in the zone. And <laughs> <laughs> nothing was going to stop me. 
<laughs> Nothing's gonna turn us on. Whatever. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I know we never we haven't talked too much about seventies television. Um, maybe no. cartoons, but uh, yeah, or maybe I've talked about Welcome Back, Cotter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you talked about that. Oh my God, Welcome Back, Cotter. Good yeah. lord, yeah. That was a favorite. That was a favorite too. I don't think I ever mentioned Laverne and Shirley. It's not, uh, you know, like you look back on it and people think, oh, it was kind of goofy, but it was, it was very Lucy and Ethel. You know, it was kind of classic in that, in that regard. Yeah, they're very much yes. a, a great duo. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, definitely very humorous. You know, to watch their shenanigans. Um, you know, I guess if I, you know, were to try to pick like a uh, a comedic duo, you know, for uh, uh, you know on the guy side of things, you know, it, it's tough for me to think of somebody that would match that, you know, that caliber of you know how humorous they were. Um, you know, the first thing that comes to mind is like booze and buddies, but that's not even close. Yeah. No, you're right. It's not. Yeah. I mean, it was funny, but yeah, it just mm-hmm. it, it didn't have that same, you know, they're you know they're inseparable, got each other's back all the time, and and, and you, you kind of get that from the other shows as well. But you know, like you said, Penny Marshall, just hilarious woman. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. she she was, she really was. Yeah. Um, what what comes to mind as a guy do? What is the one that I I just watched it recently? I just streamed it recently. Um, Balky and Larry. Oh, Perfect Strangers. Perfect Strangers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Perfect Strangers was kind of Laverne and Shirley. Yeah. They were very physical comedians. They were constantly, like, falling over things. <laughs> yeah. You know, getting into physical messes and, you know, sticking up for each other. And, you know, they were roommates, you know, out there in the city on their own. So he had a nicer apartment, though. Yeah, I guess you'd probably have to go back yeah. to maybe The Odd Couple if you wanted, uh, you know. Love The Odd Couple. Oh, yeah. yeah. The Odd Couple is one of the funniest series that was, wherever, was ever written out there. Absolutely. It was so funny. We watched uh, this last weekend, Easter, right? Saturday before Easter. Uh, my daughter was, she was uh, shopping and she brought her eldest daughter and her youngest daughter with her and the eldest daughter had sprained her ankle so she didn't want to go in the store schlepping all over the place and uh so i sat out in the van with her while mom shopped and we watched uh grumpy old men oh <laughs> yeah Such a great and movie. i thought oh yeah so it was actually we watched the second one first we watched grumpy old men the one where he meets uh sophia loren and uh Oh my gosh! It was just, just too funny. The two of them together are just, you know, there isn't a better. Well, there are better duos, you know, in history, comedic duos, you know, like Abbott and Costello and oh, Laurel yeah. and Hardy, people like that. But they're on that level of comedic timing, you know. But for a more modern age, and uh, it just it was so fun to be able to watch those two together because I, you know, watched the movie The Odd Couple with them in it. And then I ended up watching the TV show with Felix. So, you know, yeah, Tony, Rand- Tony Randall and... Uh, yeah, I have to vote Jack for Tony Klugman. Randall and Jack Klugman. Yeah. They were just brilliant together. Yeah, they definitely were. So. 
And uh, Penny Marshall was involved with that, too. Like I said, she was yeah. the Oscar secretary. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you Some know, her funniest episodes are the ones involved around her. Yeah. <laughs> well, her father was just so big into, you know, television and everything. Yeah. And uh, it's just, you know, yes, it was nepotism, but sometimes it doesn't always fly if you're not good enough. And she definitely proved herself you know, a lot of different things. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Actually, I just found this list of uh, best comedy duos of all time, and Laverne and Shirley has not made the list. Oh. Well, maybe. I don't know, but they're a fictional duo. You know, like, would Penny Marshall and Cindy... Um, what was her last name? Williams. Cindy Williams. Would they be considered the comedy duo? And if so, I think it might be. I mean, they they were supposedly in real life. There was a lot of rivalry there. And they in the end, it didn't Uh end very well. You know, their friendship did not survive that show. So maybe that hinders the the whole perspective of them as a comedy duo. I don't know. It shouldn't. There's plenty of people out there that did TV shows that didn't, you know do well in real life mm-hmm. there's horror stories all over the place well who is that, who are the big guys on that list Dave uh, number one yeah. is Evan Costello okay uh, number two Jack Lemon, Walter Matthau okay number three Stan Laurel and Oliver Hardy okay number four we, we pegged them all <laughs> yeah number four is Chris <laughs> Farley and David Spade yeah okay I don't know if I'd give him that high rating but it, okay. Number five, Dean Martin, Jean, okay. Jerry Lewis. Should be the other way around. <laughs> this one, I, uh, I I guess I never saw the movie, but number six, Jonah Hill and uh, Channing Tatum. Okay. Twenty so One Jump Street. To do... No, yeah. sorry. Oh, I saw. I've saw. I've seen both of them. I mean, they're okay, but they're trying to be relevant to the demographic. It's not. I think these are know. more movies too, because um, number eight's Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor. Yeah, well, there's, a, a there's a classic. Yeah, yeah, there's a classic comedic yeah. duo, absolutely. But to not, you know, and if it's more movies, then yeah, I get it. That's what I'm. That's it's, okay. Uh, number twelve, well, Bob Hope being Cosby. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Is George Burns and Gracie Allen on that? Uh, no. Yeah, I hear no women so far. Uh, no, actually, yeah. number 15, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Okay. Love that one. Makes sense. That totally makes sense. Yeah. Love that one. Tina Fey is freaking brilliant. She is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's too funny. All right. I know. We hit, I heard the 20-minute bell. I just wanted to remind you in case you didn't. So. Okay. Yeah, because <laughs> I know we're trying to, <laughs> trying to stick to the, the, uh, the time structure. Uh, all right, so I should wrap it up yep. then. Um, if I can remember how. Uh, <laughs> Been a while. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, we are Bonsai Retro Club, and you can uh, take a look for us uh, online and uh, um, jump onto Podbean or iTunes or iHeartRadio. I think uh, there's podcasts uh, all on there. Um, and, uh, you know, leave us a review. Tell us what you're thinking. And if you agree with the top buddies uh comedy team list 
Um, if you want to send an email, it's uh, McFly at BonsaiRetroClub.com. Um, let's see. I'm at SuzanneMataboni.com. It's uh, S-U-Z-A-N-N-E. M-A-T-T-A-B-O-N-I.com. I haven't spelled it in a long time. <laughs> mm. Well done, dear. Well done. Yeah, that's spell your name. Yay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you got to do it slow. <laughs> and uh, let's see. Uh, Rose is 80s Music Girl. Um, Scott is uh, 80s Auto Reverse, correct? Yep. Okay. And Dave takes care of all the, the Bonsai Retro Club uh, social media and such. Uh, so everybody, um, be excellent to each other and party on and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. 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 This has been a Bonsai Retro Club production. Bonsai, do you Banzai! Banzai! Banzai!